Saturday Morning Outdoors with Seth Hendrickson and California Sportsman. The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's, Fisherman's Warehouse, Warehouse Megastores Mega in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now, to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, July 16th, opening day of River King Salmon Fishing on the Sacramento and Feather Rivers. It'll suck over on the Feather, but the Sacramento might be It's okay. migratory river carp season. Yes, it is. Wow. And they are pouring through, and they are bright and chrome. I am certain. You're thinking about that now, aren't you? There's fish in the system already, folks. They're kegging up in in places all along. They filter in year-round, but today is the big opening day. But the real run of fish isn't going to hit us until middle of August, late August, early September, when the river should just be stack full of fish. We're going to be checking in live today on the water. We'll check in with a couple of the guides out chasing king salmon. We'll also be jump, jumping on board in just a moment with the California Dawn and Captain James Smith is going to get you up to date on action out the gate and in the bay. Then we'll head up to Bodega Bay. We'll climb on board the Real Magic with Captain Merlin Cole. Then to Eagle Lake, we're going to check on trophy rainbow trout action up there. I hear the pressure's light and it's been awful windy up there. That means it'll probably calm down and be some great fishing. Live in the studio with us this morning from Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores, Troy Maggie joins us to talk to you about the big seminar nights that are coming back to all the Fisherman's Warehouse stores and a great Daiwa deal going on right now. Alan Fong hooks up with us. Was Alan Fong outdoors? We're probably going to talk a little bit about pellet guns, but I've seen the photos he sent me this morning already. We'll have to talk about some some. Looks like bluegill fishing to me at Berryessa and maybe some big salmon out the gate. We'll find out more from Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com. Then it's up to Stampede Reservoir. Lake Berryessa info from Troy Bar with T-Roy's Guide Service where they're starting to hook them now. Senior Tuna hooks up with us. Live on the water, we are doing it all today. And then, of course, Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, joins us with all the opportunities for you freshwater anglers. Let's not waste another moment. Let's head straight to the decks of the California Dawn 2 and climb on board with the man himself, Captain James Smith. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Tell us about it, guy. What's going on out the gate and in the bay? Well, we are just coming up a phenomenal three-week stretch here, and uh, we even had salmon a couple days ago. But uh, yesterday... Wind blew, water turned clear. Uh, I guess you know the rest of the story. It dropped off here for us dramatically. You know, I finished up with 15 salmon yesterday for my boatload of passengers. My other boat had 10, and that was pretty representative for what was going out on on the water. We got a wind today, wind tomorrow, wind the next day, and then uh, I, I think you know on the backside of this, we should start seeing those big numbers because. We did leave quite a few fish biting up above here. Um, I know with the with the uh, brisk wind, I'm not heading far offshore. We were fishing all the way up at Point Reyes. That's where we had been getting limits of salmon, and uh, they were just real scattered yesterday. I had fish at Point Reyes, and I, I caught them all the way down at Duxbury. Duxbury did get a little shot in the afternoon. I hooked eight fish on the way in on a, on one tack. It was so windy and choppy, I couldn't turn the boat around into it, so... 
that's how we finished up. That's where we're starting this morning. Big grain on the fish, I can tell you. A lot of big fish. You got a shot at a 30-pounder. We had several 30 fish over 30 pounds this week. So the grade is pretty phenomenal. Uh, I would say as far as, you know, the potluck stuff, because I got one boat potluck fishing today, we're taking the Caledon 1 up the coast. We're going to fish halibut and rock out up the beach. The bay is a big mud pit, and it's, it's not uncommon on these big tides, but we had big tides in wind. So uh, very few fish to talk about inside the bay. It's just an off week out here, you know, but uh, if you work at it, you know, you got a shot at a big king and, uh, you know, the bay, stay out of the bay, try and get along the coast. You're going to try and get halibut. So that's that's our game plan today. So we're just heading out here right now. We're going to go get up off Duxbury and throw them in and, and see what happens. Well, everybody that uh, fishes king salmon knows that if the seas start calming down, the winds ease down as July progresses into August. Things will really start laying down and getting in order for everybody so you can get out there with greater frequency. You're right about the tides. We had the big moon. I mean, one of the largest moons we're ever going to see. That created a lot of action for us, including the big winds that came down. Now we need to let everything clear up again and go nice and brown on its own out there, full of feed and nutrient in the water. But that just is Mother Nature's job, and that will happen in, what do you think, James? Less than a week for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're going to have a combination of things. We're going to have the tide go back down next week and so will the winds. I mean, it looks like right now we're going to blow all the way through Tuesday. And, and blow, I mean, like, you know, 15, 20 knots along the coast. So horrendous conditions. We certainly can make our trips without a problem. We can't get the altitude, and we probably won't be able to explore quite as much as a lot of the guys would like to. But, you know, we're going to take the, we take the good with the bad. And, and you know, even even with it slowing down, I would say fishing's still decent. Um, you know, you obviously you got the shot, the big fish. But uh, we are fishing local again today. We're going to fish Duxbury. There was a couple of boats that had limits early, so we're going to go check it out today and, and cross our fingers, hope for the best, and, you know, give it, give it, give it a – Give it heck, as we'd like to say. So. Uh, I think you say give it hell instead of heck. That's for sure. <laughs> give it hell. I don't know what you could what you could censor or what you can't. He was afraid of that phone call from Maryland. <laughs> yeah, we got a guy in the other room that censors us. Don't even worry about it. He's sitting there with a finger. Every time we talk to a fisherman, he's ready to go. Because no yeah. telling who will lose a fish next on the air. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't want to do that. So, I, well, And I definitely dread that, uh, the lecture from Maryland. So... Oh, my, my P's and Q's on the radio. You know, we've both had that. Yeah, we know that, right, buddy? We've, we only screw up once in this studio. We, we get that, we get that pretty regularly around here, bud. Yeah, that grabbing oh, the, uh, grabbing the ear thing has got to stop. And twisting. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty well famous. <laughs> well, James, the biggest thing we can tell people right now is, uh, maybe kick back a little bit on the early part of this week, but make your reservations now to get out there when it's going great. I've already got my reservations set. I'm going August 15th on The Real Magic, and then I'm going with James, but he doesn't even know it yet. We're gonna. Is that when you crash uh, Senior Tuna Strip? Yeah, we're going to crash Senior Tuna Strip. When is that again? The 15th and 16th, we will be fishing. Is it the I 16th? Seen, I believe so. Okay, perfect. It's got a two-day two two day back-to-back trips. And, yeah, I always tell people, I say, don't, don't book when fishing's great. Book when it's low. Following week, man, it's got to be really good out here. So Absolutely. Uh, although... We came off of a, just a ridiculous couple of weeks of fishing. So a lot of fish in the system. 
sometimes, you know, Mother Nature takes over and the conditions just aren't great or favorable, and that's what happens. I, I see people spelling doom and gloom on the Internet last night. Oh, man, it looks like you really dropped off. I'm like, well, well, we went two days without limits and since the opener. So, I mean, <laughs> come on. you got to cut us some slack. But we'll get a little break here. Like I said, until the conditions calm down, the water is just real and the fish, they just don't like the clear water. You know, we want dark water. And, you know, for all I know, this morning the conditions might might have already changed around. They, it could be back in dark water again. Who knows? But like I said, that's the conditions the last two days. Typical when it blows, we get clear water. The fish can see your gear, and they go down to the bottom. And so it's really tricky to catch that same fish. So, uh, it, you know, you're, you're switching up your techniques. You're using heavier weights. It's just all around a lot more work but you know we'll we'll do what we have to to catch fish but again better conditions come you're going to see the scores pop back up so i think by next week i'll be saying hey they're biting again gosh we're killing them out here this but, will uh, this, this will right be a record now. this will be a record year no matter what there's going to be a lot of fish caught out there folks don't waste your time go book your trip Get out there on a reservation and have an absolutely spectacular time. If you've seen the pictures of these fish yet, and if you haven't, start looking for them. Go on Facebook or get a copy of Western Outdoor News or something, and you will be impressed with the grade, quality, and just the flat-out appearance of these beautiful fish. James, give them all the hookup number they need so they can get out there and share in the action, too. Sure, the number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web, CaliforniaDawn.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram, California Dawn. Sport fishing daily updates, fish scores, what's going on around the fleet. It's all there. Hey, if you get into some action and you still got sell, you give us a shout back. Let us know what's going on. You bet. I'll, I'll dial you guys up if we start catching them. Captain James Smith aboard the California Don. Don't miss the opportunity to be on board with him. James, thanks. You take care. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. All right. Let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, we're taking you to Bodega Bay. We're going to climb on board the Real Magic with Captain Merlin Kolb. And then we're heading to Eagle Lake. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiberglass glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 
or check the web at www.californiadawn.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats, the offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And Gone Fish and Marine's trained sales staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage, all add up to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or kingfisherboats.com. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Hey, we're back, and uh, things are popping all over. I've been talking to a lot of freshwater lake guys lately. Ran into Troy Barr when I was shopping at Walmart last week. We had a little discussion you about You and Troy Lake pushing Barrios. the carts around on a Saturday morning, were you? Well, yeah, but we like to do it early Saturday so people don't know we do all the grocery it's shopping. It's kind of cute. It's real cute. Believe me, Troy yeah. looks at me and I look at him and neither one of us had a nasty line for the other. One. Oh, <laughs> hey. oh, you're playing the wife today, huh? Hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it was kind of embarrassing. Yeah. I, have, I haven't shopped for years, but uh, certainly is wonderful walking around in a store looking at all the stuff that's for sale. My wife never How buys. How many boxes of donuts and ice cream can you get in a Walmart oh, cart? <laughs> I get a 12-pack of donuts. I don't, you know, they're only a buck more for six more of them, so you might as well load but, it up. Yeah, you might as well do it right. And that's it. Flaky Donut Company right here on your radio program. Let's go live right now to Bodega Bay, and let's hook up with the man himself aboard The Real Magic, Captain Merlin Kolb, who's been chasing salmon, and he likes to use the term hunting salmon, and I'll bet he's hunting them today. Good morning, Merlin. Hey, good morning, Seb. Uh, good morning, Kent. Greetings from beautiful Bodega Bay. Good morning, sir. I'm glad that uh, you've got some decent weather out there, but I hear it's a little breezy out your neck of the woods. Yeah, we've been having a system that's been moving through, and in the afternoon it gets pretty much lumped up. But uh, it's got the 
ocean turned over and got the fish down on the bottom, but, but it doesn't matter. We, we still try to hunt them down. We caught a couple yesterday. Well, you have a good technique for hunting them down, not to mention downriggers that allow you to uh, catch those fish when they're down there hugging the bottom. But does that mean you're going to start coming in a little closer to shore? Right. We're going to take a look at a spot that, that where we caught a couple yesterday. We'll do that first thing in the morning where the krill was was up pretty high. It wasn't right down tight hugging on the bottom. We'll give that a shot. And if we strike out there, I've got a I've got a plan. We're gonna go take a look at near shore. Uh, a lot of times with this wind, it'll it'll push the bait and it'll push some of the brown water inland a little bit. And sometimes you find the big boys hanging out on the reef and the sand and the sand edges. Well, I've seen some of the photos that you guys have had lately, and there's some pretty impressive grades of fish that are out there right now. Uh, hearing a 30s, 40s, and even 50s being caught out in the ocean is kind of wonderful thing. This, you know, this time of year, this time of drought that we've been experiencing, we just haven't heard about this many big fish in the past. And I'm glad to see that there's so many of them out there. And I'm also glad to see that you have so many customers that are heading your way, want to get out on the water and get into it. Merlin, are you having opportunities to go out for rockfish, lingcod, and other things too? Is that what you're going to do in between? Yeah, you know, we always offer that to our clients. Um, you know, the rockfish and the link cod are always happy to see us, especially in the spring. But, uh, hey, I got a fish story for you. Yesterday, after we decided we wanted some, some rockfish, our clients, we moved in on a reef, and we're there rock fishing, and they're, they're wide open. We're catching beautiful canaries, browns, and blues, and yellowtail rockfish. And I tell the guys, hey, reel up 10 cranks. The fish are up a little bit. Reel up 10 cranks, and then... Drop them back down. Try to excite them. One of my guys reels up 10 cranks, which is about 30 feet from the bottom. That was at 200 feet. So we're at about 170 feet with his shrimp fly. And bam, he gets hit by a big old fish. We don't know what it is. I'm thinking, well, that's moving too fast for a link cod. When he gets that thing up, it's a 25-pound king. Oh, nice. That's what, happens. that's what happens when you get down there in their faces, doesn't it? Yeah, we had to let them go, but let me tell you, that's where they're at. You know, when when you hear us captains talk about how the fish drive down on the bottom and they lay on the bottom, they're down there resting. They're taking a break. They don't get to take a nap like you do, Sep, every afternoon. Those fish are <laughs> those fish are awake all the time. So when the weather conditions aren't favorable, when the upwelling pushes all the brown water away and disperses all the anchovies and krill. They just go to the bottom and take a break. It's like going on vacation. But we went down there and put that shrimp fly right in front of his nose, and he could not resist, and he hammered that thing. Uh, we, he was safely released, but he was a big boy on the bottom. Hey, Merlin, what's the uh, whale situation like? they got to be everywhere. Well, they're, they've moved offshore. They don't like this upwelling either. They don't like all the swells. So when the bait gets dispersed, they, they disperse as well. Well, that's good to hear that they're moving out of your way, but we got to get that bait back in there. The water needs to change color. And, and what is your history of experience knowing? How long does it take for your water to clear up out there? A day, two days, a week? Yeah, just a couple days is all it takes. And then, and then all you have to do is put your nose in the wind and smell for that whale breath. Yeah, and you'll find it too. You got a, you got a method of running that down. I, it's not really the most luscious smell in the world either, is it? No, it kind of reminds me I can't. <laughs> really? You're going to go there, huh? <laughs> Careful. Uh -huh. Careful now. I see how you are. I see how you are there, buddy. 
I miss you, Kent. Love you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to see me on the 16th, so keep it up. 15th. 15th oh, 15th. 15th. Yeah, keep it up. Merlin, get everybody the hookup number they need. They got to get out there on the Real Magic, one of the quickest, smoothest, best deck boats out there for fishing for anything. Not to mention it gets you on the water and back rather quickly. Merlin's got a couple of big old engines in there that move you right around. And what a great fishing platform. Give them all the hookup info they need so they can get out there and share in the great time with you. Thank you so much, Seth. Your listeners can get a hold of us or, yeah, at uh, 707-875-BOAT. They can find us on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. And on Instagram and Facebook at Real Magic Captain. Hey, it might be windy today, folks, but it won't be next week or the following week. And I know bookings are getting filled up for a lot of people. So don't waste time. Book that trip. And Merlin, give them that phone number one more time. 707-875-BOAT. That's right. We like to keep it simple because we're all fishermen. Merlin, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon, my friend. Thank you, guys. Have a great show. A real magic, <laughs> folks, out of Bodega Bay. What a great time he's having. And I got to check out on this. I got a kind of little personal attachment to this lake. Let's head up to Eagle Lake right now and climb on board with Fish Travelers Guide Service. Mr. Tim Noxon joins us right now to tell us about the Eagle Lake Trophy Rainbow Trout action up there. Then I hear it's been a little breezy. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Seth. Uh, I got to ask one question before we get going here. What's whale breath, man? <laughs> yeah, you don't have any on Eagle Lake, but... Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't be looking around for it, I guess, then. Okay, I'm just kidding around. <laughs> no, it stinks. Well, uh, it stinks, dude. When they pop up next to you and let out all that air, you think you the other end is opened up. But that's a whole other story. No, we won't. We don't need to talk about that one. All right. Uh, well, uh, just like any place else where you're catching fish, you got to make adjustments as the weather changes. We're doing that up here at Eagle Lake. The, uh, the surface temperatures kind of moved us out of the shallows and and the surface temperature right now is 71 degrees at this hour already, Step, I'm off of Eagle's Nest, sitting at 50 feet of water. We're trolling uh, boons at uh, 15 to 20 feet deep. We're picking up our trout now in the uh, in the deeper areas here. We've moved out, and uh, the, tri- the fish have moved out of the shallows. So uh, we're just moving around f- trying to find them. This full moon has really put a damper on things. We're pecking out, we're pecking out limits as the day goes on, but... Uh, it's going to get better and better as the fish congregate. We'll, um, they'll be uh, good schools right off of Eagle's Nest, off of uh, – oh, fish on, fish on. I just hit – he's gone. We've had another <laughs> bite here. We've had, we've had four this morning. Uh, the fish will start congregating good schools off of Eagle's Nest, which is where we're at right now, Wildcat Point and Shrimp Island. Those will be the best spots to fish, and there'll be lots of, lots of fish and big, big pods in those areas. Fish are still pretty nice, a little bit smaller than we were catching on the fly bed. The fish on the fly beds earlier, the rock piles this season, were running anywhere from three to three and three quarters. We did have several fours. These fish are running from about two and a half to three. Real nice eagle lake trout, though you can't go wrong with them. Well, great action up there. What seems to be your technique of choice, the best one for you to pull right now? What's the best offering? We uh, we started using a lure called the Thomas Bullion a few years ago, and that's been a real red-hot spoon. It's... Uh, the best color in that one is uh, an orange or red and gold pattern. And you know orange has been, you know, a stable up here for years and years and years, and that's what we're, we're pulling them. A yes. lot of guys are pulling, you know, two to three colors of lead in the morning then going down to four colors in the afternoon. I'm running anywhere from 12 to 25 feet during the day, depending on where, on where I see the fish. But red and gold, uh, 
needle fish will work, excels will work, anything in red, gold, or orange. And the reason for that, folks, is there's a lake with a lot of Lahontan red side minnows in it right there at Eagle Lake. And uh, the bait fish, one of the bait fish that they eat a great deal of is that Lahontan red side minnow. It gets a little red on the side during the spawning. Has a little gold to it. Just kind of looks like a Thomas Boyant at times, doesn't it? Absolutely. And I'll tell you what, uh, the tui chubs have finished spawning. The uh, the pelicans are down here in the south end, big time slurping minnows. The grebes are pulling minnows. So, yep, the, uh, the, the trout are going to start gorging on minnows, which will take them through this summer and fatten them up for us in October and November when they move back into the shallows. So. Well, folks, he's working uh, Eagles and Etch, which is on the east side of the lake. It's one of the big shaded areas till about 9, 9.15, 9.30 in the morning, offering no sunlight penetrating very deep down there. And those fish kind of like that area where they don't have to drop down deeper. I was kind of surprised you're still at 15 to 30. I was going to say 19 to 30 feet would be where I'd be trolling right now, but that's probably a little bit later on in the day. You'll drop down a, feet, a few feet, I would imagine, after it starts, uh, sun gets up a little higher in the sky. You're exactly right, Step, on that, because our first fish this morning was as we were letting out about five feet deep. They're still up on the top over here in the shade off of Eagle's Nest, and the other shade does last till about 8, 30, 9 o'clock. I'm going through a section right now where we see fish rising everywhere. So we're going we're gonna to move the bait. Let's get the baits up a little higher. Exactly. We're going to move the baits higher right now. That's exactly the technique you need to do. And see what guides are doing out there. They're reading the water. They're reading the conditions. They're making the adjustments all for you so you can catch more fish while you're out there on the water, folks. When Tim Noxon with Fish Traveler's Guide Services has got a residence up there, he's been there for years and years. How many years have you been up there? About 30? No, I'm not that old. Come on, man. You're, um, you're older than I've been dirt. Here since 2000. I've been here since 2000. So, yeah, quite a few. Yeah, not 30, just 20-something. I understand. All right, give them all that hookup again. We need to get this these people on board with you so they can have the great action that you and I have shared out there for well over 20 years. I appreciate it, Tep, and thanks for having me on the show. 916-201-4648, and I publish a fisher report on my Facebook page under Fish Traveler Guide Service. I try and do it once a week, usually on Monday or Tuesday, so you can look me up on there and get all the info. Whether you're fishing with me or not, don't hesitate to call. We'll tell you what we're doing, where we're catching them, what lures to use and all that. And we can help you with lodging up here and RVing and all that stuff, too. Absolutely. The RV park's open right there in Spalding. Uh, Dave Leroy's got the Heritage uh, Land Company with all the cabin rentals that are all around the lake. And there's a beautiful RV park right there at the RV park store, too. So you have everything you need up there, including gas, diesel, all that good stuff. Tim Noxon with Fish Traveler's Guide Service. Give him a call, 916-201-4648. You won't be disappointed. Tim, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Tim. All right, you take care. Have a good one. All right, we're going to take a quick break right now. When we come back from that, we're going to have RVs and destinations. And then Troy Maggie from Fisherman's Warehouse Maggie Stores joins us live in the studio telling you about some great deals and some stuff happening at the stores in the next few weeks. 
It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOAT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. France is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. France offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorance.com. Lorance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's sight, scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's Super Baits and Cut Plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's Killer Fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. It's time for RVing and destinations sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value and pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Here's one for you. Getting ready to hit the road this weekend? Well, if you're a seasoned traveler, your RV already has the tools on board to handle most emergencies like pliers, wrenches, duct tape, all the essentials. But you still need to double check on things like flashlights, lanterns. Do the batteries need changing? Do you have extra batteries on board? How about your first aid kit? Did you replace the band-aids you used on your last trip? Have you got plenty of gauze and sterile material? 
Have you got plenty of sunblock, lotions, bug bite remedies, sunglasses? Is there enough toilet paper on board, for God's sakes? Bags for garbage and trash? How about road flares? Check the generator and fuel. You'll certainly need windshield cleaner. That's the way it is. It's just like being at a home. You're just on your home on the road. Think things through and plan your meals plus snacks that you need, especially if you're going to stay in a semi-secluded location, not close to a general store. This is important if you're planning on spending longer or more than just a weekend trip. You can restock on the road, but you'll need to locate a major grocery outlet with parking spaces that can accommodate your RV rig. And while you're thinking meals, be sure to turn on the RV refrigerator a day or two before you leave so it'll be cold and ready to go when you are. Besides thinking through your meals, think about other supplies you might need too, like cool weather gear, extra blankets, dish soap, cleanser, laundry detergent, plus games, decks of cards and books. It might rain, you might not have internet, and the TV might not always work. Be sure to check out your travel apps covering your destination. They can help you make your plans, locate campgrounds and RV parks, and put you on the right roads to travel and more. So your RV becomes more and more like a home the more you travel in it. It's a wonderful way to get out and enjoy the outdoors. And the more you get more efficient, you become. And the more you go, the more efficient you become. And with a checkoff list, you'll be pretty calm and heading out on your next adventure. Enjoy yourself. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. Hey, we're back and uh, having fun here live in the studio. I hope you guys are uh, packing up all your rods and tackle, if you haven't already, and heading out for the opening day of river salmon fishing up on the Sacramento or the Feather. I don't know about the Feather. I hear they're making the usual water releases right in advance of the great opener up there. They do this every year. Unscheduled releases can occur without notice. And here's your notice. It's dropping from 4,500 feet on June 30th to 4,000 feet on July 15th. Gee, one day before the opening of salmon season, the water's going to get warmer on the feather. That'll make them race up there for a nice warm bath, won't it? Well, it happens every year. Maybe they're trying to hold back some of the too warm water already. Maybe they're just trying to keep water flows coming down the sack. Who knows? The guys that do the water, it seems like it's always half full around there. But that's a whole nother story. What I've been impressed with mostly lately is the great action that we're starting to see all over at the same time. And one of the things that has inspired that are guys going out there doing seminars, getting people fired up. Shows like this, getting you information and 
in, most informed so that you can get out and get out on the water and enjoy the place too. And one of our guests that's coming in here right now, Mr. Troy Maggie, live from Fisherman's Warehouse. Actually, he's live here in the studio. He's got some big news on some seminars that are starting up again that's going to motivate a lot more of you folks to get off your butts and get into the outdoors. Joining us right now is Troy Maggie from Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores. Good morning, Troy. Good morning. Big event took place with Mr. Ishman Rose showing up for a big seminar when you guys kicked off your seminars all yeah, over we again. Started that up again last week. They had uh, probably over sixty people in the Manteca store, and uh, you know had the Daiwa deal going on. And Ish brings free line to give away, and there was some other giveaways. So no, did Ish was... talk about bass fishing, which is his passion, or did he talk about his real passion, which is salt water? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure this game. was this was all frogs. Oh, it so. was. And I don't think he catches many tuna on frogs down there. I heard you can catch. Any tune on anything down there right now. Yeah, it's uh, amazing fishing going on. What did uh, Ish have to share with everybody? All the techniques, locations? You know what? Actually, you should probably get to the next seminar to find out because he will be doing one in Fairfield on the 26th in Sacramento. Funny how we 28th. just lead right into that, isn't it? You know, he's one of the most entertaining guys out there. Kent's known him for 30 years, probably. I've known him for 10 or 15. The guy really knows his stuff, and he is not just a bass fisherman, as you know, because we're always talking about him down south and outside the gate here with James Smith and the guys, and inside the bay for that matter. But what a wealth of knowledge, and when you can schedule somebody that to do your seminars out there, you're popping and drawing people into the stores. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And, you know, he's he's uh, taken a more active role. I mean, if you follow our social media, he's definitely more involved with Fisherman's Warehouse now. You know, he's one of our pro staffers and uh you know, you can spot him in our stores on a regular basis. So, um, well, when's he coming to Fairfield? What's the date of that? He'll be one? in Fairfield on July 26th and he'll be in Sacramento on July 28th. So obviously those will not be our typical Thursday night seminars. Um, being that they're two days apart, it's probably not likely. Well, it doesn't matter, folks. You need to make your reservation for that. You can just show up. You don't have to have a reservation for it, but some of these are going to be restricted audiences. You can't get like 60 or 80 people into Fairfield. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely limited seating, but I mean, there's standing room. You know, we'll, we'll fit you in. There's oh, I've been there for the Alan Fong standing room only. I know what it's like. Believe me. Yeah. I mean, I've been in, you know, we've got a river. Actually, Sacramento's got uh, river salmon next weekend with Ricky Acosta. And I know usually we do those big salmon seminars this time of year and, uh, it kind of amazes me they can fit that many cars in that parking lot. Well, I'm just glad to see the old seminar starting up again, the Thursday night seminars, whatever days you end up having to schedule, guys. But it's a great event. It motivates people to get out there. It educates people. It helps sell tackle. And more importantly, it gets us out of the house and involved in something in the outdoors during these tough times. They're talking about masks all over. Yeah, again. you know, that's the one thing we've seen is, you know, with uh, with COVID, there's so many new fishermen. And truthfully, our employees are educating people when they're in their shopping now. And so this is a good opportunity to not just necessarily trust a guy who works behind the counter is trying to sell you a reel, but somebody who's out there actually making a living doing this. So Thursday nights, all three stores, it'll be six, six to eight. So they'll give you plenty of time to buy whatever they talk about. Out well, issues out there representing Daiwa, and you've got some Daiwa deals that are going to be going on during yeah, all these it, seminars at all the stores. Yeah, we're running the, the Daiwa promotion, and it doesn't have to be seminar day. You can go in there any day now, buy $150 in Daiwa product. It can be the Nico worms. It can be a Daiwa, you know, Salt Pro Minnow for striper fishing. But you spend $150 or more, once it tallies up, it will give you a free seven, or it's a $69.99 uh, Daiwa tackle bag. Cool. Or a cooler bag. And that's the way to do it, folks. You get a nice little spiff with a purchase. So stop by your favorite fisherman's warehouse store, whether it's in 
Oh, let's see, Fairfield, Sacramento, or maybe even Manteca. And that's always Delta Bait and Tackle to me. I don't care what you say. Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores, Delta Bait and Tackle out, out there. Fine's still there. And I'm glad it is, too. That You know, the old days with Paul Burns and the guys out there, that, that was the hangout store. We all hung out out there. Yeah, give that store six months. You're going to see some major changes down there. Too. Uh-oh. I smell a relay coming on, huh? There's some things going on for well, sure. That's good news, and I'm sure we'll hear more about it. Well, seminars are going to be involved. You're going to into bass and everything else, I am certain. Probably stripers as that action starts picking back up again, too. Absolutely. Well, stop by your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse store, folks, and make sure you get everything you need. Seminars are coming again, so take a look at them on Facebook page. Where else can yes, we find information? And Instagram. So Facebook, Instagram, and, you know, there'll be banners right when you walk in the front door. Probably line up the next couple weeks so you can schedule your time for the best ones. All right. Well, we appreciate you coming down and making those announcements for everybody with the seminars coming back up. Ish at Monroe again on the 26th in Fairfield and on the 28th of July at Sacramento. Make sure you mark the calendar right now and that you show up with a pocket full of money, too, by the way. That would help things along, I'm sure. Troy, thanks for coming down and sharing with our listeners. We appreciate you very much. Thank you very much. Fishing is fine, but hooking is the only way. We're going to show you how to catch some fish today. And that just means one thing. The man himself, Mr. Alan Fong from Alan Fong Outdoors, joins us live right now. Good morning, Al. Morning. How you doing? I'm doing well. Looks like you went back to Berryessa, like you said. Can I interrupt? Can I just jump in here? Feel free. How in the (laughs) heck do you hook yourself on a on a kokanee? Really? I saw you removing hooks out of Rick Teets. Those things jump around like crazy, and that guy, he that day he got three hooks stuck in his hand. (laughs) Three hooks in one day. That's a record. And, and Clara was with us, and she's a nurse, and she's watching. She said, I ain't doing it. So I popped the first one out, popped the second one out, and he did it again. So next time I jerked it real softly so he'd get a little pain before yeah. I took it out. Yeah. Nice, nice. <laughs> Just messing with our old buddy Rick Teeth. I've been a kokanee fisherman for 40 years plus. Yeah. I haven't stuck myself with a hook Teeth kokanee got three in one day. That's a record. There's no question. <laughs> Only Rick. Get together with a trophy. we got to make this presentation. Only Blade Runner's going to do that. Seth. Holy Toledo. <laughs> hey, Rick, the sharp end is sharp. Avoid that. Avoid that. Avoid Go for the that. with a little eye in it. You, you should deal with that end from now on. I don't know how many fish Rick Teets has caught in his life. He should have that figured out by now. I, I stay away oh, from the sharp part. <laughs> he even got a hook in his hand at at his shop working, and he tried to call me, but I wasn't around. Then he went to the hospital to get it out. <laughs> oh, man. You better teach his neighbor the line trick now. Man, you don't even need a lot. You know the old old school on this was when you get a hold of your vice grips or you hook it on with your needle nose, yeah. and you just say to yourself, this is going to hurt, and do it. Yeah, but the line trick doesn't hurt. I know, but it comes out. That's the bottom I line. Know. I, I want it out as soon as I see it. I know. Here we are talking about being hooked. I've done major surgery in Alaska on people. <laughs> if it had been me, I would have passed out. But, yes. Uh, Getting a hook buried in Alaska but, is a whole other but story. But if he got hooked that many times, Seth, they were catching some fish at Berryessa. Oh, we got to get yeah. Alan back now. We just lost yeah. his city. He probably thinks that we just left him behind yeah. talking about other stuff. Well, you know, if they were if they were getting hooked that often, they were catching a bunch of fish at Berryessa. So that's good. well, he sent me the picture of the bluegill. What I thought was a bluegill. Yeah. He ended up calling it a perch, and he's back on. I think. 
Oh, no, they're still dialing like mad. Anyway, he sent me those, and then I, he said, what are these? And I said, it looks like a bluegill to me, and he's talking about a little bit of blue here and a lot of yellow. So he said, I'm going back. I'm going to find out what these are. He sent me a picture this morning. He's got a bring him, bring him up. Now we got him back. Yeah, I got to hit four, huh? There okay, I hit four. Now, now we got Alan Fong back. Are you with me, bud? Yeah, I'm with you. Well, I started talking about you going to Berryessa, doubling up on those perch or bluegill or whatever they were. Did you identify them 100%? You caught a few of them. Yeah, we caught quite a few. We uh, I took my grandson, and uh, we did a video, and it was a blast. They're big. They're bigger in your hand. <laughs> what are they? It looks like you got black crappie there, too. No, they're both in the perch family. They have that, you know, black dot on the side they're in the perch family i really don't know which ones they are because there's so many of them but they're uh they're big ones in there boy they Nobody must mess- they must be a big slab a nice little fillet come off the side of those huh yeah, they think they're delicious i would imagine they look at you know that lake's full of just absolutely phenomenal crappie too so that's one thing that oh, yeah. many many people overlook and you can even catch them when you're out there trolling Oh, yeah, they do all the time. They're out in the middle of nowhere. Well, Alan, where else have you been fishing lately? Uh, I went to Bodega Bay um, on Monday. A little bumpy out there. Uh, fishing, you know, those fish around there move around a lot. Plus, we had that uh, full moon. And the guy, Adrian, kid that works on a real counter, he forgot the net. So we're trying to land these crazy-ass fish with no net and... I put four in the boat, you know, up to like 16 pounds, but it's tough. It's hard to bring them things in with no net. Yeah, I saw your uh, little finish to your video this week where you said, don't do like we did and leave it behind. Always have like a gaff or something around to help back you up. Well, a net kind of comes in handy too, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. We would have had an easy limit with a net. You know, we had a little pitchfork and, you know, I killed a lot of before I got them in the boat. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sitting here with a guy that has a store full of everything in the world, probably, what, a 100 nets hanging around all day, and you go without a net. And it reminds yeah. me of the four or five I had in the garage when I forgot my net, too, that day. It happens a lot. You just one of those things you just take for, it to, oh, it's, it's there. It's always going to be there. We take it for granted. You turn around, and you go, oh, I shouldn't have taken it out. Yeah. Well, Alan, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about pellet guns, too, but we're going to take that. Let's do that in the next week or two because there is so much going on with these new PCP rifles that are out there. And, Alan, would you just give them a real quick idea of what they are and what they're capable of doing? These new PC rifles are very adjustable. They're very high-powered. You know, they in a lot of states, they let you shoot deer. Guys are shooting pigs and elk with them. Um, they got a semi-automatic, um, actually gone out taking, um, Kurt, uh, my real repair guy. He's when it got me into it, you know, a long time ago. And he bought an automatic one. It's a semi-automatic PCP air gun shoots 950 feet per second. And we're going to go cottontail hunt and see if he could kill like four or five hopping around, but well, we're going to go out. They're, they're very powerful weapons. They really are, and I learned a lot in the last couple of weeks just watching some videos on them myself. You know, you had mentioned to me the FX brand is a real high-end one, and believe me, it is, because by the time you get it rigged, it's over $2,000. But they've got them that go down to four. So how many of them did you buy? Six. 
I knew, I knew, I knew that there's probably going to be one show. Up no, at your I'm, house. I'm just going to get one right now. Are I, you? And I'm, I think I'm going to be settling in on the uh, trying to think of the name of it right now, an Umarex. And yeah, it's, it's a, a it's on, you know, I mean, you could buy a really decent one for like eight, six to eight hundred. Yeah, and, and Umarex uh, is in that neck of the woods, but then you got to put on a scope and some other goodies too. I got even Russ Graves into it, and that guy, he's he went nutty when he got his. Well, I'll tell you what, this is something that I really like to share with our listeners because I don't think they really understand or know what about it much about it. So what I'd like to do maybe next week or the following week is really get into it and let them know exactly what we're talking about here. These are high-powered. They have a tank that is built into them, a a tube or whatever, a a cylinder that screws right in, giving you a measured blast every time you pull the trigger. These are air-powered. These are pellet guns. These are not firearms by any stretch of the imagination, but they are just as deadly and they're extremely accurate. Once you get honed in at 50 yards, it would be nothing to hit a dime every shot, would it, Alan? That's right. Every time. And, you know, the nice thing about them is they don't make no noise. Yeah. Well, these are a very popular thing, folks. If you have the opportunity, take a look at some of the videos on YouTube. And all you have to do is punch in. PCP rifles, and you, it'll all start coming up. You'll see what exactly we're talking about, and we're going to share more info, information with you down the line. Well, Alan, if you were heading out today and it was a beautiful day, what would you be doing? Eh, I'd probably go down Delta and Frog. Just, it's that time of year, so why not? Tossing frogs for big black bass out there. That's right. All right, Alan, I appreciate you hooking up with us today, and thanks for checking in with us. We will talk to you again next week, and let's do that next week. Let's talk pellet guns, all right? Okay, all right. I appreciate it. Alan Fong Outdoors, make sure you check out all of his latest videos. He's got a new fishing trip out there that he posts on Mondays, and on Wednesdays he gives you all the fishing tips and some things that will make you a better angler when you're out there. Go to Alan Fong Outdoors, subscribe. It's free, and it pops right up in your subscriptions, and you can watch it whenever you want. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us, bud. We'll talk to you again real soon. All right, thanks. Alan Bye. Alan Fong Outdoors. Let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, Mr. Mike Ogney will have everything we need to know about ocean salmon, river salmon, and maybe some bluegill, too. We'll see right after this. Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez, for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore. Whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain Jay Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? Founded in 1950. 
1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorenz products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorenz has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lorenz.com. Lorenz is the perfect locator for you. Now, now here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Hey, good morning, guys. Is it August 15th yet? It's not August 15th yet. you got to wait for August 15th. I'm looking forward to August 15th. You're looking forward to it, but we got to wait. It's going to be good. Actually, I'm going to go back to the last segment, if I could, really quick. Alan and you have me pumped up about these air rifles. And any turkeys that are listening to your show out there right now are all just going out there, oh, holy crap, what are we going to do now? These homeowners around these cities can legally take us out accurately in their backyard if they want to yeah and and, and it, it would be uh the way those turkey populations are in some areas and the damage that they do i'm sure that yeah, i'm <laughs> sure there's gonna be a gun rack on golf carts from now on i'm certain yeah, of that exactly well, Mike, uh, it's it's certainly a popular thing, and I got to tell you, the amount of emails that I got, text messages, guys telling me that they bought this gun, they use this scope with it. They there is a lot of excitement to it, and I'm kind of surprised we don't hear anything from Fish and Wildlife about it. And I know we talked about it with them over ten years ago that guys were out shooting elk and shooting deer and everything with these air power guns, and you know, I guess it's okay during the season. It's not a firearm, but. Uh, I figure they'll work all that out eventually. Maybe, I'm sure the politicians will figure that out. They figure everything else out, don't they? <laughs> Quiet. Oh, oh. Newsom doesn't listen to your show, but <laughs> they'll outlaw it somehow. Oh, somebody will tell him. I'm certain of that. <laughs> but, so, but I know. But, but I but I know this. I know that you're going to get one, and I'm going to be over there, your little ranch in, in Vacaville, and. Checking these out because I definitely want to get one too. But anyways, hey, on the just real quick, let me tell you the most impressive thing about these is they have a 45 caliber. You shoot it at a four by four, the four by four explodes. The bullet went right through it. That's how strong a pellet gun it is. All right. Now wow. let's talk about it. Now let's talk about it. This be a bad time to say that anybody on the fishing game commission wouldn't listen to a hunting and fishing show anyway. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. I wonder if they're outdoorsmen anymore. Yeah, really. You're not insulting anybody, Ken. <laughs> Sorry, I just it came to my mind. I okay, <laughs> let's get back on track here with what's going on in the salt, Michael. Uh, it's you know, let's start with the weather. The week started off great fishing, great weather. It's uh, it, typically our spring winds are behind us by mid-July, but uh, some years they do last into early July. Here we're at mid-July, and we're probably getting what's hopefully one of the last blows. Kind of mixed things up the last couple of days. Salmon counts dropped off, but prior to that, it's just been ridiculous. So you got fish off Half Moon Bay, fish at the islands, fish at Point Reyes, fish in the Marine Coast, fish um, at the uh, Bodega Bay weather buoy, uh, fish on the beach. So for Bodega Bay proper, what's happening, the, the real magic yesterday, but it limits a rock cod. I think Merlin had uh, two salmon, and uh, I was—I'm not I'm on the boat every uh, er, every day, and it was blowing. I looked at the the buoy reports, and it started off at fifteen, seventeen, and climbed to twenty-five. But our boat and Rick Powers both are um, stable enough where we can, you know, if we can, if we can get out, we can fish in that in that kind of kind of weather and cover ground. Um, so the forecast calls for wind into midweek, and it's probably hopefully the last push. But what I look at then is, is before I come on the show, I look at a lot of different things. So this morning I looked at sea surface temperatures and the chlorophyll shot because I want to see how the brown water that's full with all of these nutrients that have been brought up by these offshore upwelling winds are affecting the, the local food chain. And the SST shot's great. We have cold water out to the Farallon Islands, Cordell Banks, down to uh, down to the, the, the Deep Reef, and all the way up to Sea Ranch. we got great cold water that extends up to 20 miles offshore, which is getting a little bit unusual in July. Then I looked at the chlorophyll shot, and the chlorophyll is just unreal. It starts about uh, Salt Point, almost up to Sea Ranch on our part of the coast comes all the way down to Point Reyes and then kind of strings out to the Farallon Islands. So we got great feeding conditions for all the multiple species out there. And I can tell you right now, I talk to a lot of different captains up and down the entire coast every single week. And universally, this is what we hear. There's bait. There's too much bait in some of these areas. You go into some locales and the bait is just like top to bottom. And what you need to find is that broken bait where the salmon ha- and the and the mirror birds and everything else have the have the the ball the all the bait fish pushed into balls and that's when they're feeding and attacking and everything else. But fishing has been great. The fish are fat and healthy. Ocean conditions are some of the best that we've had since 2012, and it paints a really good picture. We're all, we're also seeing three generations of salmon out there. We're seeing all three year classes. We're seeing 12-inch fish, we're seeing 8-pound fish, and we're seeing the 20-pound 3-year-olds, we're seeing the occasional 4-year-old 40-pounder. So there's a whole, you know, the year classes are doing really well. If that part of it holds together, we're going to be writing a book on how successful this trucking program has been during the drought. Because normally, in an extended drought like this, if you look back to the 86 through 90, 91 drought, it decimated our salmon runs. It dropped down to almost nothing on the coast. I'm talking like five fish per boat was a good catch in 1991 because we were in the fifth year of a, of a drought then. 
this trucking is working, folks. And it's like adding, it's like we've built two hatcheries in the state without building them. Well, this, this trucking the is down to where they, we're getting the fish down to where they can survive. Well, the pumps. I think it's great that we're having a fabulous saltwater season out there, that the trucking has worked to get them out into the ocean. I don't think we can say that it is accomplished and everything's great until we get a great return back in our river systems, too. That's one of the concerns that I have with these warm water conditions, low water conditions. What kind of a spawn are we going to get? What kind of a return are we going to get? But I'll tell you, the huge differential in sending these fish down below all the places that they can be devoured, eaten, snacked, die, too warm a water, whatever the conditions, bioaccumulated toxins, I'm sure, take out some of them. All of that has an impact on the fisheries and the returns. It is a spectacular ocean season. We're keeping our fingers crossed because today is the beginning of ocean rivers, excuse me, of river salmon fishing. And I really am looking forward to seeing the numbers, not just from this weekend or next weekend, but in August and September to see what we get. And hopefully they are as huge as the successful numbers we're experiencing out in the ocean right now. I think the, I think the guys, all the guys up in the river are going to see a real successful fall. Water temps are, you know, the water's low. It's warm. That's, that's tough fishing conditions for those guys, but the good guys know how to, to work around um, all that. And, and if you go back, the other component that we really need, Seth, is the wild component. And, Sammy, you, you look at, like, the banner years, like 2005 or 1988, the absolute, like, incredible years. Those years consisted of about a 75 to 80% wild component. We're fishing on an 80-plus percent hatchery component. What we need to do is pay attention to our environment and get those wild stocks coming back and have the, the fishery to be balanced again. But well, this that, is a, a great Band-Aid for the current time. Absolutely. No question about it. Mike Ogney, we appreciate everything you do for us. And real quick, give them the number for the real magic out of Bodega so they can get on board and catch some of these big salmon. Well, we have no room on August 19th. but um, Quickly. The number is 707-875-BOAT. All right, Michael, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again real soon, my friend. Thanks, guys. Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com and The Real Magic. You guys know how all this whole thing works. we got another hour right around the corner from you. James Netzel from Tight Lines Guide Service is already on hold. We'll be going to him right out of the gate. And then Troy Barb, Lake Berryessa action. He's not on the water, but he's got all the scoop. Right after this quick break, y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Lowrance is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. 
Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point opens for our 29th season Saturday, October 22nd. Bird cards are currently available for purchase throughout the season. However, if you purchase your bird card prior to August 1st, you'll get 10% early bird bonus added to whatever you buy. So if you buy 20 pheasants, you'll get 22. If you purchase 40 chucker, you'll get 44 and so on. You don't need to plan out your entire season when you buy your bird card. You can always add any number of birds to your card throughout the season. Quail Point will be open Wednesdays through Sundays from 8 to 3, starting October 22nd through the end of March. Until then, we're shooting Sporting Glaze Thursdays through Sundays from 8 to 3. Call us with any questions at 530-735-6217 or check us out at quailpoint.com. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. The Northern California coast is ground zero for ocean king salmon fishing, and the flagship of the Eureka fleet is the vessel Shellback, owned and operated by professional angler and veteran captain Tony Sepulveda of Greenwater Fishing Adventures. On the doorstep of the best salmon fishing on the planet, usually fishing within three miles of the harbor, the entire area is the home of the state's largest Pacific halibut, too. Experience the best. Greenwater Fishing Adventures, the North Coast's most exciting guide service, offering great ocean action plus river trips for freshwater Water salmon, steelhead, and stripers, too. Check out EurekaFishing.net or call Tony Sepulveda now at 707-845-9588. And now, more California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, welcome back to California Sportsman. We've got a lot for you, and we just got a call that there's 20 boats out fishing salmon someplace, and six fish have already been caught out there, hopefully in the rivers. God only knows. We'll find out what's going on later on, I'm sure. Did I screw up that message? Well, you can count on the fact that you screwed it up getting it to me, too. I'm hard, not going to waste it. Hard to tell them where they're fishing if they don't tell us. Yeah, it kind of comes in handy if we know all the groups. And if there's details. 20 boats, they're going to drown that one guy that called. <laughs> I know where we're going for this guy right now. He's calling in on satellite phone because he wants to make sure he gets his message across to everybody. Let's go live to Stampede Reservoir and climb on board with Captain James Netzel of Tight Lines Guide Service. Good morning, James. Good morning there, Steph. How you doing? You're coming in perfect. Oh, well, it's about time, huh? I guess satellite phones do it well, my friend. They do it well. So tell us what's going on up there. I know you're doing a lot of trips and catching a lot of kokanee. Great photos. Yeah, it's been uh, really good. It slowed down with the uh, with the full moon that we had uh, last week or a couple of days ago. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it slowed down, what, what, 10 to 15 fish an hour rather than 20 to 25 fish an hour. So it's not any huge slowdown. 
No, it's that's still wide open in anybody's books if you can catch ten cocaine in an hour out there. James, are they are they yeah. ending up in any one place? Are they schooling up? Are they scattered? What's the status right now? They're still pretty scattered. I, I've I've hit you know six or seven different areas on the lake uh, this past week, and there there are fish everywhere. Uh, you do you do go two or three minutes without getting a fish on, then you get a triple or a double. Uh, so there there are there are loose schools. They're not the real tight schools yet. You'll see, and if you do see a big tight school, that's next year's fish, and they're all a little bitty, about two or three inches long. Yeah, you try to avoid that situation. They're in a tight school because they're being eaten by Browns and Mackinac and everything else in that lake. Exactly, but I will say spinners are out doing hoochies right now, and I got three different colors of spinners on. They're all catching fish: watermelon, pink and purple, and also orange. And so I don't know which one's better, but I do know that spinners are out. I don't have any hoochies on right now because I'm just not catching fish as much. Are you doing Dodgers along with it? Yeah, I'm putting uh, P-Light Dodgers on, and only eight to ten inch. Uh, Eight to ten inch max on the leader length. There's a lot of people out here that are struggling, and I ask them, "What are you doing?" And they show me their setups, and they got eighteen to twenty four inches because that's how much line comes on one of those hoochies. Just because they give you all that line doesn't mean you have to use it. You shorten up your dodger, your uh, leader lengths, and then everything everything should 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 go go good for you. All right, you tipping the are you tipping the corn? Yep, uh, using tuna flavored corn. There's nothing special. I just take a can of. Uh, yeah, a few peg corn uh, and drain the juice out. Pour it in a little container. Take uh, tuna that's soaked in oil. Squeeze the juice out. Put a tablespoon. Mix it together, and I'm good to go. Well, James, and I do that every morning. Every morning, the day before I, the day I fish, so it doesn't have to be. You know, I, I got friends that it takes them a week to make uh, corn for one day of fishing. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it, it works just fine. Just making it that morning. James, your uh, best speed and best depth. What seems to be the best offering area right now? So 1.1, 1.2 is my speed that I've been going in the afternoons when I run my second trip. I'm usually going a little bit faster because it's blowing about 15 to 20 miles an hour. I like the slower speeds because when we're going and then I can slow down a little bit, we catch more fish than when we do go fast with the wind. Uh, depth uh, for the morning trip between 40 and 50 is right now is what we're doing. Hell, we got over 20 fish in the boat. And then uh, the second trip usually is uh, 60 to 70 feet. Well, they only put about 50 to 75,000 fish in the lake. You've probably caught about 30,000 of those so far, haven't you? Yeah, we've got quite a few. I haven't added up how many we've caught, but you figure we're limited on every day. Well, I got still, still tell people I can't guarantee limits, but I can almost. <laughs> yeah, it's never a good idea to guarantee limits, but uh, I think you... you? I think it's definitely guaranteeable that you're going to get strikes out there. There's no question about it. Well, folks, Stampede Reservoir is going to be productive for quite some time, and these fish will continue to grow, and they'll continue to bunch up. The question is, are you going to have a reservation? Are you going to have a spot on there when it's wide open action, when these fish really school up? And if you don't, you're going to get screwed. James, how far out are you already booked right now? Uh, we got fish on back. Uh, we got... Uh... I got one open date, uh, one one morning trip available. I got quite a few uh, late morning trips available. But, hey, just kick those fish out of the way. It's all right. <laughs> it's we got right. a bunch of fish laying on the bottom. You, you got to take yeah, care got, of your clients. I got, I got some uh, afternoon trips available, and we still catch just as many fish in the afternoon, just just a little bit warmer. And then 
of Bozeman Grazonet. I know, then, hey, uh, I know you got to take care of your customer. Shoot out the number real quick for your guide service and go take care of your customers. Okay, reach me toll free, 888-975-0990. Website is fishtightlines.com. There's another fish over there. <laughs> the, we only have two rods in the water. And they got two fish on. And they both hooked up. James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service. If you want some nonstop kokanee action, join him at Stampede. And he's offering afternoon trips also. So get a hold of him. See when you can climb on board and have some fun too. James, get on those clients. Take good care of them. We'll talk to you again later on, my friend. All right, thank you. Thank you. Great reception, by the way, today. Sure works out well when you have that. Let's hook up with another guy. My, uh, Walmart shopping buddy right now. Let's go live with Troy Barr at T-Roy's Guide Service right now. Good morning, Troy. Good morning. What's going on, fellas? Yeah, when we uh, talked last Saturday right after the show, uh, you and I were both playing housewives. Cute. You guys are meeting in the cookie aisle. Yeah, no, it wasn't the cookie aisle. We were in the fresh produce section. Wow, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure you were. Well, Troy and I got talking about Coke, and he said, no, I haven't been there for a couple of days, but I'm going to head out there, and we're going to really give it the ghost. What happened? Tell us, tell our listeners what you found out this week. We had three trips out there this week, and um, it's starting to pick up. The fish are starting to school up. They're, a lot of the problem is SIDs letting a lot of water out, and the fish are not bunched up. They're still scattered all over the place. But if you want to fish and find some fish, I'd fish from just – just north of the Skiers Cove and fish all the way to the top of the island and just cover ground. That's where the most concentration is right now. Yeah. Are they tighter to the island or out there in the flats? You know, they're on both sides, both sides of the channel. If you can find anywhere from the bigger fish are in 80 foot of water fishing down towards the bottom. We got pushed up in the wind in some 70 foot water the other day. And that's when I caught that big one. But, um, if you can find a flat or a drop off or some points that are anywhere from, you know, 70 to 100 feet deep, stay there. The fish are there. Just keep working it. You can see them down there. You just got to work them to death. Uh, very impressive fish that you had the other day, a 19 incher out of Berryessa. Those are uh, the way to go. Those are going to be 2021s probably by the time they come around to spawning, don't you think? I would hope so, yeah. Um, we worked on that fish three times. You could you could see it off of a – it was like a, anywhere from like 65 to 70-foot flat, and he was sitting right on the transition line there, and I kept going over it and going over it and going over it. Then I finally put a set of ball flashers on, a big, fla- uh, <laughs> a big dodger and an apex, and went down and bounced the bottom a few times, and it finally pulled it off the clip. Well, that's the way it works, folks. Uh, when they're ready, they'll make the move on it. What seems to be your most successful rig of of all of the things that you're pulling out there? Well, my youngest son put it to me the other day on a uh, just a chartreuse radical glow tube with a little tiny gold spinner blade on it. Um, any any type of hoochie and spinner is working real well right now. But the apex bite did come in, and those little uh, silver scale cocoa leaves it's like a little miniature apex those things worked great on um uh, thursday so i mean anything with a short leader the apexes we're even shorting them up to 12 inches right now um big big dodgers small dodgers don't matter just cover ground and uh hope for the best and short leaders of course is probably the answer to everything keeping it down the there in the-, in the tubes yeah yeah 
the hoochies and the tubes were going about, you know, six to eight inches right now. And if you were pulling uh, spinners back there? Uh, eight inches is fine right now. Yeah. Eight inches works real well. Have, yeah. you, have you tried just trolling bare spinners back there yet without a dodger or anything? No. Yeah, they, yet, you, no. you really need that action till these fish start schooling up and they get competitive for that bait. Once, if sure. you've watched the videos, you see one come up and take a look at it and three more are behind him going, what are you on? And yeah, exactly. they just keep coming in, they get interested in it. And eventually one of them says, I'm taking it if you're not and you're on. That's just the way it works. Well, Troy, the opportunities are going to last up there for a long time for the Kokanee. We got several months of that ahead of us, but there's also the rainbows out there and the landlocked kings. Did you run across some of those in your travels? We did catch some, uh, I think it was our Tuesday trip. We caught a 21-inch Eagle Lake strain. And then on Wednesday's trip, we had none. On Thursday's trip, we had a 16 and an 18-inch Eagle Lake strain rainbow. Nice, fat fish. I mean, there's a shad spawn going on right now, and those uh, predatory fish right now are eating good, real good. That's exactly what we want to hear out there. And hopefully the action will get going. There is a lot of water going through. Last Saturday, the lake was at 39.2, I believe, down 39.2 feet. It's probably down about 40, maybe a little bit more right now. But they are dumping a lot of water out. That does have an impact on the fish. The big winds that we had from the north didn't help one bit. That just ripped up the water and got everything screwed up in the lake. But it does get the nutrient moving, the fish moving, and they will drop right back where they need to be and where they want to be. And that's your opportunity to get out there with a guy like Troy Barr with T-Roy's Guide Service. Give them all the hookup info they need so they can do that. I think after this moon phase, it's going to be a heck of a fishery. So give us a call, 707-372-7599, fishtroys.com. All right, partner, we appreciate it very much. You have a good one, and I'll see you at Walmart. <laughs> All right, man. All right, you take care. Just coincidence, we happened to run into each other. Did I win a gun this week? Uh, you did not. Oh, did you, anybody we know uh, win a gun no, this week? No, but, but, but Gun Owners of California has announced a winner. Um, except it's an important action alert from Gun Owners of California. You know, last week the Department of Justice leaked the confidential personal information uh, including name, address, California driver's license, race and gender, uh, as uh, as well as other government identifiers through a website portal. Not only that, they released uh, it, the information on anyone that applied for a CCW over the past 10 years. Uh, they released anybody who uh, has a registered California assault weapon, anyone who has a gun violence restraining order, uh, and anyone on the DROS, dealer record of sale database. This was all confidential information. Absolutely confidential information. Yeah. And uh, it's alarming. And, and GOC is working uh, with their other Second Amendment partners uh, uh, in, uh, in a potential lawsuit. So just make sure that if you feel that your information has been compromised, go to the Gun Owners of California website, gunownersca.com, uh, or give them a call at 916-984-1400. They'll give you all the information uh, on what the next step may be. Uh, winner 29 of the 2022 Gun Owners of California, 52 guns, 52 weeks raffle, ticket 585. Chelsea Matthews of Orangeville, California. Chelsea, you want a Walter P22 semi-auto pistol and 22 long rifle. Nice uh, little pistol. Walter's a great gun. Plinker. Um, absolutely. They're going to be sending you down to do all the, support, all the proper paperwork. Uh, 2022, the 47th year of fighting for your gun rights as America's oldest pro-gun political action committee. Well, congratulations to the lucky winner, and yeah. maybe I'll win again one of these days. 
quit whining. All right. Let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, we got Steve Carson, Sr., Tuna, the director of Penn Fishing University. And then we're going to take you to the Sacramento River, no, to the Feather River, live for King Salmon Fishing. We'll find out what that's like in just a few minutes. One of the top six-pack operators in the Bay Area is Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Captain Steve's 27-foot top gun is a fishing machine loaded with all the amenities for your enjoyment, comfort, and safety. And with over 15 years of experience, Captain Steve is ready when you are. Docked in Berkeley and Martinez Marinas seasonally. Hooked Up specializes in sturgeon and ocean salmon fishing. But the top gun also fishes year-round for halibut, stripers, shark, albacore, and rock cod. If it bites, we fish for Fish with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736. Or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up? There's There's a a new ghost in town. There's a new ghost in town. Ghost Bait and Tackle at 2550 West El Camino Avenue in Sacramento, owned and operated by Cedric Ghostin. Ghost Bait and Tackle supplies anglers with all the fresh water, warm water, and saltwater tackle and accessories for a great day on the water. Rods, reels, live and frozen baits, swim baits, jigs, line, hooks, lures, spinners, terminal tackle, and a whole lot more. Located between I-5 and I-80 at 2550 West El Camino Avenue, Ghost B&T opens at 5 a.m. seven days a week with easy on-off freeway access to save your valuable fishing time. Catch the fishing spirit with Ghost Bait and Tackle. 916-692-8520. Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle and local retailers and check out brad's killer fishing gear on facebook or instagram committed to excellence brad's killer fishing gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved i can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year teaching him about casting how to choose bait set the hook and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket save the ones you love a message from california state parks division of boating and waterways it's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and saltwater pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us live is the man himself after being gone for a couple of weeks on trips. Steve Carson, our own senior tuna, the director of Penn Fishing Universities. Good morning, tuna. Good morning, Sap. Well, how were your little trips along the way, my friend? Oh, well, you know, well, one was uh, uh, we had an eight-dayer on the um, uh, Shogun, which was, you know what? They call it fishing. The first four days, perfect weather, unbelievable fishing. And, uh, you know, as good as it gets on, on a postcard, postcard, chamber of commerce stuff. And then the second four days, not so good weather, not so good fishing. So, you know, there you go. So I guess I, I guess four days of really good fishing and four days of not that good fishing, 
That's why they call it average. So Kent doesn't need to reserve that refrigeration truck. Well, no, but uh, yeah, you know, it, it's kind of funny right now. The um, the boats have a decision to make, and and can't think about how many times you've had to decide: do I go north or do I go south out of the marina? <laughs> uh, you or don't even boat. want to know how many times I've been at the five mile an hour zone at Clear Lake and went, huh? Where am I going? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, okay. So visualize that, except for instead of Clear Lake, it's the Pacific Ocean, and you can go all the way to Japan if you want to. <laughs> well, if you can afford it. <laughs> if you can afford yeah. Well, right. Yeah, well, a lot of people can afford to, can't even afford to get out of sight of the marina. Well, Tuna, there's uh, a reason so many of us like fishing the north end at Clear Lake, because growing up, we were also damn broke. We couldn't run past the Narrows, so we had to stay up north and figure out how to catch them. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Well, so right now, the boats, as they go out of San Diego Bay, they can they can go they can turn right they can stay in U.S. waters um, and go up and fish uh, kind of between Catalina and San Clemente Island. Anybody can look on a map and see where that is, and that's where the bluefin tuna are. Um, they're running a little bigger. Uh, you know, they're running forty to sixty pounds. There's a few up to a hundred. Um, you know, it's not limit style fishing, but it's good. If there's any downside to the bluefin, it's that. Those darn things are in a 24-hour cycle. That means they could bite at 2 in the morning or they could bite at 2 in the afternoon. You don't really know. You have to be ready. Um, or the captains can opt to go south, and that's into Mexican waters because it's not very far out of San Diego to get into Mexican waters, but that's okay. The boats are all are all legal, and they make sure you got a Mexican license before you go. And they are doing very well. They are getting limit-style action on yellowtail, which aren't as big as the bluefin. They're running, you know, maybe uh, 10 to 25 pounds on average, uh, along with uh, a moderate amount of yellowfin tuna, which are in the 20 to 30-pound range, and a moderate amount of Dorado, a.k.a. mahi-mahi, if you're hanging around expensive restaurants. So it's basically quality or quantity. Which do you want? That's uh, that's kind of what the boats are looking at right now. They have, but they do have to pick. You know, when you're going out of the out of the out of the marina, out of the harbor. Right. By the way, right past the the B with a billion dollar nuclear submarines, and when you see one of those, you realize what your tax dollars are doing. <laughs> hey, Tuna. Next weekend, you're not going to be able to. Well, yeah, you might be able to join us next weekend. Everybody, including our friend Troy Maggie, sitting across from us in the studio from Fisherman's Warehouse, are heading to the International Convention of Allied Sport Fishing Trades. That's like AFMA, right? American Fishing Tackle Manufacturers Association. Uh, well, kind of, yeah. Well, that's that's the old that's the old world. Now we're in the new world, Seth. Yeah, well, it was and easier yeah, to well, remember. I'll be there. Well, and you know, uh, last year it was only a partial show because a lot of people were. You know, around the world, we're still not traveling. And, of course, in 2020, there was no show because nobody was traveling. So this will be like the first full show in three years. I think uh, it's going to be an amazing, amazing show. Um, uh, You know, it's unfortunate that the public is not invited, but it's a fishing tackle industry trade show. Everybody's doing business. If people were... Yeah, not that they're not already doing it, hanging around telling fishing stories. But if a whole bunch of members of the public were in telling fishing stories, you know, let's face it, they couldn't get much business done. Not that they do a lot, but but they do some, 
And I'm looking forward to seeing Troy there in the Pan Reels booth. There's some very cool new stuff there. But you know what? After three years of, of you know not having a full show, every single booth is going to have a lot of cool new stuff. This is I mean, everything I, that's new for 2023 that's going to be coming out. It's a yeah, great I mean, opportunity to a, see it all. If you're a fishing fan, so it's a great week to just make sure that you're keeping an eye on all your favorite social media, you know, sites because you're going to see a lot of great new product. Yeah, and there's oh, yeah. they'll be announcing it's, the winners here this week of who the great new products are, who's the best tackle box, who's the best spinning that's reel. That's a bunch of political crap voted by the media. So absolutely, <laughs> and and we are the media. Do well, wait a minute. You're looking in the mirror, right? Yeah, exactly. I, exactly. You know, I don't get I to am. vote anymore. I used to get to vote. I don't get to vote anymore. Um, so, but, but I, uh, I do kind of walk around and look at what there is and make bold predictions based on, you know, well, this year, you know, the economy's a little down, so they're not going to vote for an expensive item. Right. Or, you know, or whatever. Or, you know what? A couple of times, and I've been, every time I've made this prediction, I've been right. On an item, I'm not talking about clothing or shoes, or, or duh. But on certain items, I said, that item is going to win. Why do you say that? Because of the color. Yeah. Believe it or not, something that's the right color will sometimes win best product. Well, we look forward to hearing more about the event. I'm sure you'll write down all your suggestions and all your discoveries and be able to share them with our listeners next week. Troy's going to share some with us, too. So we should be very well informed after you guys get back from the big ICAST show. Appreciate you hooking up with us, Steve. You have a great time down there, and we will talk to you next Saturday morning. Thanks, Seth. All right. You take care, and thank you much. We appreciate it. You know, you've heard us talking about uh, river salmon season opening today. Well, that's exactly what's going on. Outcast Guide Service, Justin Leonard, is live on the water this morning at opening day on the Feather River, I believe. Let's check in with him live right now and find out what's going on on the river. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, guys. Tell us about it. What's happening? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> You know, it's been it's it's brutal. It's rough. I mean, we we trout fished on Monday and saw some salmon and uh, found some fish last night and camped on them. And they just did not want to go this morning, so that didn't plan out. So we bounced around a little bit. We're just plug fishing, but we have some great sightings of deer and turkeys and no salmon. Yeah, but they're not underwater. At least they're not underwater right now. You know, the target species, everybody wants to be out there for opening day. And you know and I know there's fish in the river system. It's just what's it going to take to get them to bite? They might be a late bite. These fish might have been in the system for a month, two months. Who knows? No, that's very true. And, I mean, I've seen a couple roll and everything. And uh, on Monday when we were down, we had a couple, like, good groups of fish that were holding in the holes exactly kind of where they're supposed to be. And then up there, I'm, I'm down below the outlet. And, uh, but up there in the outlet, you can see a couple older springers jump in. And then I know there's two or three caught this morning up there for the guys. And, uh, but they said they're all nice fish, no springers. Yeah, this is all uh, below the Red Bluff Diversion Dam, folks. It's opened up below the Red Bluff Diversion Dam now. And on August 1st, it opens up above the Red Bluff Diversion Dam, where there could be some more fish hanging out up there. But as you well know, they're going to be creeping up on you, and you're not giving up for the day, I'm sure. It's only 7.30 in the morning, and you might be waiting for that mid-morning move. That's it. I feel like I'm going to end up going trout fishing here pretty soon. <laughs> trout fishing was pretty darn good. <laughs> well, what kind of uh, pressure do you see out there? How many boats are around? Um, Running up into the outlet, I know there's eight or nine boats up there. And then down river, I've seen probably a half dozen boats. 
and then downriver, I know there's a few extras down there as well. Well, we got a so, call. Uh, for, we got a call from a guy named Schultz, I believe. Said there were 20 boats around him, and they there were six fish caught. So that's not a bad sign. I don't know if he's on the Sacramento or if he's over on the uh, Feather. To be honest with you, uh, do you think there's more pressure over on the Sacramento with the higher releases of water? Um, you know, no. Um, I think that with the feather having water this year, it's going to be an even split between guys. You're going to have the sack guys stay on the sack. You're going to have the feather guys stay on the sack, on the feather. So I think realistically, the past you know year or two, we've had mostly everybody over on the sack. So I I, I think that this year we're actually going to have an e- even you know an okay split where the guys get to choose where they want to fish because East River will have you know enough water and enough fish for both of them that not everybody's going to be crammed and stuck on one river, which will be nice. Well, hopefully we'll have warm enough water that it won't just uh, be a signal for the fish to turn around and go someplace else, too. So Yeah, condi- we're looking at 66 degrees right now. That's not bad at all. That's very uh good situation to have. So it's it's not too warm at all. Matter of fact, that's about ideal for those fish right there. Maybe a little bit cooler would help, but uh, that's not out of the line at all. Justin, what are you laying down there? All plugs right now? Yeah, all plugs. Uh, just K15, uh, Brad, and some quick fish, but mostly Brad, uh, 15. I, I just have a little bit better success with the 15, a little bit smaller profile, and the fishing that's a little bit faster water, too. So, and, all uh, silver, or you got a chartreuse bill on them? Uh, glow nose, and then I think I got all chromes, and then I think there's one of the little double troubled chartreuse head and chartreuse butt. Sardine wrap, chunk of crawfish oh, on there, yeah. too. Crawfish tail? Exactly. It's needed. I've been there. <laughs> Justin Leonard knows how to lay him down, just doesn't have cooperating king salmon right now, but I bet he will. Stick to it. If not, you're going to get into some great rainbow trout action. Uh, and I know what guys do. They go scout the water by catching rainbows, so that's nothing wrong with that. Believe me, I've done it a million times myself. What size of the rainbows are you getting into now? I think people would be surprised to hear some of the sizes. No, a couple of fish, you know, 14 was the smallest size of things, and we got one that was about 21, 22 inches, and a couple like 19s and 20s. There's there's some big handfuls of big rainbows up there, and they'll go five, six, seven, eight pounds too, folks. You hook one of those, you think you've got yourself a salmon on it. Well, Justin, put your head down, get those clients some fish, and if you get some more action before the end of the show, give us a shout back, let us know what's going on. But in the meantime, give them all the phone number and hookup info they need so they can get out there because there's a ton of fish heading your way in the next couple of months. No, that's it. Five three zero two seven seven six eight seven zero, and then you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. That's got the phone number, email, current reports, and all the good, all the good information on Facebook and Instagram. But more active on Facebook. Hey, folks, write this number down right now. Give them that number again because I'm going to tell them a little secret lake that they need to try with you. Give me your number again. Uh, five, absolutely, five three zero two seven seven six eight seven zero. Tell them you want to go fish for big kokanee at Englebright. See what happens. You'll be surprised, folks. Justin, thanks for hooking up with us, bud. We appreciate it very much. 530-277-6870, Outcast Guide Service, Captain Justin Leonard. Thanks for hooking up. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Now get a hookup. It's his job now. Hey, where's Marilyn? Let's get a clue time. Get a clue. 
Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. You know we're always reminding you to wear a life jacket when on or near the water. Life jackets do more than simply keep you afloat. Many are designed to turn an unconscious person face up. So, how do you choose one that's right for yourself or members of your family? Get one that matches the person's height and weight. Try it on, fasten the vest, hold arms straight up overhead, and gently pull the top of the arm opening to make sure it fits snugly. It should not pull up overhead. Get the jacket that's right for your on-the-water activity. By law, all boats must have a U.S. Coast Guard-approved life jacket for each person aboard, and that includes kids. There are many types on the market, so look for the right one. Your life might depend on it. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Just a reminder, you just heard one of our Get a Clue segments. Do you know our newsletter has a clue in it every week? Do you know we put out a newsletter? It's all about what Ultimate Bass and California Sportsman Radio shows will cover on Saturday mornings on Sacktown Sports 1140. You need to be a subscriber. Your edition of the newsletter will then appear in your email Thursday night or Friday morning, and you'll know what's set for Saturday morning listening. You'll know who's going to be talking and about what, and you'll get the latest on fishing action and results. The in-depth segments for the tips, suggestions, advice, and how-tos. The upcoming events let you know where and when. To get in on the latest, win prizes, and be aware, sign on. It's free. Simply send your email address to marilynatsteps.com or sepatsteps.com. What could be easier? And the newsletter makes you smarter. Efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from two and a half to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Their trained cell staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best. Go boldly with Mercury. 
He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Travis. Good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? If I got any better, I'd be at your shooting range right now, my friend. <laughs> That's where I need to be. Now, you know, it's funny that we were talking about wanting to do a segment on the shooting range and talking to people about it. And then just yesterday, I watched a video on YouTube about the six types of customers you get at a shooting range that we'll talk about later on. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm sure you've seen 600 different types of customers in the shooting range down there. Well, we've seen all kinds, that's for sure. Well, let's talk about the range first. You know, a lot of people, and I remember my first trip there, I walk up to the front door and I got my gun in my hand, well, in a little case in my hand, unloaded, I got extra ammo, and it says no guns in the store loaded. And I'm going, okay, how do I get into the store? Let's explain to people how it works. Say it Vacaville right now. Uh, if you're in Vacaville, the best way to do it is you come into the range, you're going shooting through the range, and we have an entrance specifically for the range to go down into there. So that way we're not carrying open or uh, loaded guns through the store. You go right to the range, go to the uh, cashier down there, read the range rules. Very important to read the range rules because a lot of people don't, and they end up breaking some, and they don't like the consequences. And uh, Read those over. We'll assign you a lane. You go in, you will put your your um, earmuffs and eye protection on before you go in. Go in, get your range, set your target up, send it uh, whatever distance you want to shoot, and start your practicing. When you're done, coming out of the range, you make sure the gun is unloaded. We've had several people come out with guns still loaded, and my guys get a little nervous about that. Yeah, I, I get nervous when I hear somebody say, I think it's unloaded. Yeah, well, we don't think. We check, and our guys will check all the guns going in and out, make sure they are unloaded. Travis, do they, they still need a do they still need a range card? Yeah, <clears throat> you get a range card from us when you first show up, and we ask that you keep it with you at all times because for us to redo it, it's a five dollar fee because we have to pay for the plastic cards, and we give you the first one. And what that the range card does is says you've already read and signed the waiver. Um, for the range and read the rules. Well, it's a it's a very regimented situation, folks. They want you to be safe. They want you to follow the regulations. And I'm certain, knowing you and your father, that people have been asked to leave the range before. 
Yes, they have. We've had to ask them to leave the range, uh, several people, matter of fact. They said, if you don't read the rules and you don't follow the rules, you're not going to be in there. Well, here, here's some of those people that I was talking about earlier on, the six different types. Well, actually, it was seven. I took one of them off because I couldn't use the word on the radio. <laughs> the, the first guy they talked about was the rapid, Mr. Rapid Fire. Yep. Doesn't know any speed other than full speed. Sits there and goes bang, 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 bang. And just goes consistently. And this and can't Mr. figure out why he's not hitting the target. Yeah, and Mr. Rapid Fire usually likes to go over and stand right next to somebody and show him how fast and how loud he can be. And yep. They don't like that guy. Then there's the safety violator. We know the guy that turns around and points his gun at the door and doesn't think he's waving a loaded firearm around because he thinks it's unloaded. It just doesn't work. So, Mr. Safety Violator, you need to be careful. Then there's the poser. The guy with all the clothes, the hat, the sunglasses, <laughs> the gloves. You've seen this guy there, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's got the shoes. He's got the case. He's got the gun. And he can't hit the broad side of a barn. But yet he's showing off his stuff saying, if you'd like a little help, I can uh, help you improve your shooting to the guy next to him. Yep. <laughs> and let's see. What's the other guy? Can I, can I shoot your gun? There's, yeah. That's the cheapskate, the guy that has shot his seven bullets that he brought to the range with him and now doesn't want to stop. So, oh, that's really a nice gun. Could I shoot that? And, of course, some people say, yeah, go ahead, shoot a couple of rounds, and he'll blow through a clip or a mag real fast for you. Yep. And then there's the Mr. Social Media, the guy that brings everything, that dresses right, has got his hair perfect and everything, and he breaks out his selfie stick and his phone to take pictures of himself at the range. Yeah, we don't allow that guy in the range. Good, good. We don't need him there. And then, of course, it's the social event. The guy that shows up and thinks it's just a gathering of people that want to talk about guns with him. Yep. That goes up and down talking to everybody and doesn't even hang out at his own row. But I bet you got a couple of other guys, too. What else? Oh, yeah, I got some of them guys. You can't mention the name on the radio. <laughs> yeah, there's some doozies out there. But, folks, what these opportunities do is gives you the chance to come in in a very safe environment, following all the rules, to check out your gun, to get comfortable with your gun. Or one of the best things about it is so if you're interested in personal protection or whatever, you're looking for a pistol, you can go in, you can shoot a multitude of different guns to find out which one really works for you. And you can actually rent the gun, you can get the ammo, shoot all kinds of different varieties right there in their shooting range. That's right. We have over 75 different guns to available for rent. And if you're up in the gun department and you're trying to decide between two guns, you got two guns that feel good, but you're not sure which one, more than likely we got them in the range and we'll give you five shots to go down and test each one and see which one actually fits you the best. What a great deal. Right there at Guns, Fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville and down in Dublin, too. I imagine everything at the range works quite similar down at the other store, too. Yep, it works just the same. The nice part about Dublin is instead of a TV monitor to look at, they can actually look in and see you on the range. That's a <laughs> good we way. we got to... big uh, windows for observation down there. Well, that'll help us identify the six different kinds of guys on the range, that's for sure. Yep, and you'll have seven, eight, and nine, too. <laughs> Travis, I think the list goes to 100 because you haven't talked about me yet. <laughs> yep, there's all kinds, you know, and the biggest thing we stress all the time is safety. And our guys, I don't care what you do. If it's not safe, they're going to bring it up, and they're going to call you out on it. Travis Morgan with Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff. Stop in, check it out, 
and try out the shooting range. You won't be disappointed. Thanks for hooking up with us, Travis. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks a lot, you guys. I'll see you at the store. You got no choice in the matter, my friend. Thank you. Lots going on all over the place. Our next guest coming up right now is full of information for us. And I told him, I'd, oh, you got to play that first? All right, go ahead and close it. Then we'll get around to Mr. Hurley. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, fishing, and other stuff. And be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. And joining us right now is the man from Western Outdoor News, the editor that puts out everything you need to know about Northern California angling right now. Mr. Dave Hurley joins us with some great freshwater opportunities all over the North State. Good morning, Dave. Hey, good morning, Seth. Good morning, Kent. Uh, thank you for uh, that nice introduction here. You're right, uh, Seth. We try. We try. We do miss a few things, but there's a lot going on in Northern California right now. <laughs> That's an understatement. Uh, I'm really glad you started with Berryessa. I mean, uh, Berryessa report on because, you know, they have that tournament coming up on August 6th. And we see the transition now. You know, everybody was at New Maloney's last weekend, the week before. But now New Maloney's is really um, – the, the bite hasn't slowed down. But the, uh, the the number of people that are fishing, you know, in prepare, preparation for this coconut tournament. Hey, hey Dave, I, I heard on Maloney's too, I heard the Tuttletown ramp got closed this week. Excellent uh, point. Yeah. Uh, can't bring that up. Tuttletown was closed on Monday. And then, you know, the, the lake has been dropping three feet a week. So if it drops maybe in two more weeks, you're going to see Glory Hole down on the dirt ramp now. Right. And there's another problem going on at New Maloney's right now that people need to be aware of. There's been there's been people that have been drinking gas tanks while boats have been out on the, the water. Um, there's been someone that's been going in there and, Obviously, pretty professional has been uh, feeling siphoning the entire gas tank. Uh, one of the guys, Kyle Wise, he lost a hundred a full tank of gas this week, uh, just parked there while he was fishing. So, unfortunately, that's probably one of the things. In addition to everything else, we have to protect ourselves when we go to the launch. Tank, you know, uh, making sure we have launch uh, locking gas caps on and. Uh, I don't know what other option you could do as far as that goes, but unfortunately. Well, if you see a guy walking around with an Arkansas credit card over his shoulder, you know he's in trouble. That's that's a hose, by the way, folks, if you haven't learned that before. I'm from Arkansas. I know this kind of stuff. That's a new one, Seth. I haven't heard that one before, but uh, I've seen plenty of guys with a hose and a, and a, and a, a, a gas can, so no. Well, uh, if they're standing next to your truck, somebody's going to be in trouble. <laughs> something to be aware of as well. Hey, Dave, let's go ahead. No, let's talk a little bit about, uh, about Folsom. I know that, you know, the trout fishing has been great. The salmon fishing has been great, but one of the most frustrating things is, uh, you know, they, they had that lake up to, you know, 92, 93% capacity and they have pulled the plug, uh, on Folsom and it is dropping quickly. Uh, they're talking about, uh, by, by the first, second week of August, probably the boats have to be out of the marina. Uh, and the lake being potentially back down to five mile an hour by Labor Day weekend. Wow. I mean, that is, they're dumping a lot of water. I know it's been like 5,000 CFS going down the lower past several weeks. They're yeah, their story is fighting salinity. Our story is fighting senility. 
and they're, uh, I, I think, I'm sure there's a big cement crick that runs between here and Southern California that is running at max capacity. It's running quite a bit. You know, even uh, San Luis has been dropping consistently, yeah. um, but they've been, you know, pumping like crazy. And But there is a, you know, there's no question there is a salinity problem, and it kind of unfortunate but everything ties into everything else you know when the when the salt water is intruding into the delta and it affects it affects uh, reservoirs like Folsom and, uh, and Oroville uh, very much you know we don't think about it but they're all important we're in a position where everything is tied into one another it is going to have a big impact on Folsom at what point do um, Browns Ravine go out of the water uh, it, that's from the first one it, of the last it'll one. go out of the water I think at around 410. Or 15, yeah. Okay, because I know, uh, but you're right, Folsom has been a success story this year for king salmon, and there's been king salmon over 13 pounds. I saw uh, that, yeah. Big, 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 big um, amount of threadfin shad in the lake, and big ones, you know, like up to three inches. So it's kind of uncommon for, we have, a, we have a lot of pond smelt in that lake, it's uncommon to see. Uh, these huge populations sounds of like fin. the water got to them at just the right time. I think so, yeah. And uh, the but the big populations of threadfin is what's really helped that lake out. Yeah, that's been a success story beyond belief this year. Just yeah. the fact, that, and every it seems to me like so many guys are now for the first time wanting to go to Folsom, which is obviously helps the local economy. Uh, being able to go there to catch one of those big kings. And guys are being successful. They're not catching a lot of them. Although one gentleman, uh, Kevin Fogel, he caught a limit that was somewhere between 8 and 13 pounds. I mean, yeah. of course, that's water putting a lot of time. Um, one of the hard things to do now is find tray bait to do roll the anchovies. I know that's been difficult in some of the shops. Uh, you know, the tray bait, the sardines have been, been limited, and even some of the anchovy supplies have been limited. So, that's been difficult on guys that have been wanting to roll. But I know people want to go to Hogan now because Hogan has a good striped bass fight, you know, yeah. and it's triple. Bit. But uh, that's kind of a lake that can't pressure either, and uh, they're having a difficult time getting some um, some bait for that. Uh, what's how's the bass bite at uh, Folsom Kent with, with the water? Off and on, yeah. but some big ones showing up. You know, we had a little Wednesday night sh- uh, tournament this week, and. Um, there were, you know, we've only fished three fish limits and there were three limits over 10 pounds. So I was pretty solid three pound, three and a half pound average, you know, so that was, that was good. All that bait makes a difference. Uh, I know that it sure makes those fish healthy. <laughs> pond smell population right now. And those fish that were really thin are starting to get, starting to fatten up. And yeah. there's a top water bite there. All fish do that- on pond smelt, Dave, is lose weight. Because right? yeah, because they have to run so hard to catch them. You know, they they really do. And and all fish do on pond smelts lose weight. You know, when you when you get the thread fin in, you get you know, I, I'm sorry, but kokanee, uh, rainbows, things like that. That's when the fish start gaining weight. Yeah, there's no question the correlation between a, a good kokanee lake and a great spotted bass lake is uh, incredible, isn't it? Yeah. So, so that Bullard's bar is still very important for kokanee been outstanding i mean they're still getting limits to 35 to 75 feet you know some fish to 14 inches well, like just, justin leonard was there earlier this week and he, they're beating them off they're just trying to keep them away from the fishing rods they're coming so fast up there right now 
And I'm glad you mentioned that Inkelbright, because uh, uh, that's a great story. In well, itself. you and I are you and I are sharing those photos around, you know, and those are pretty an 18, 17 and a half, 18 inch kokanee at Inkelbright, a little dinky impoundment on the river that they call a lake. That is spectacular fishing. It reminds me of Comanche. You know, every once in a while, you'll have those kokanee that will come over from party and in Comanche. And boy, I'll tell you, you won't hear about it until a month after the fight's over. They won't. <laughs> oh yeah, they stay. They stay pretty they stay firm. Pretty quiet about that. All those there. washover fishes out of those dams up there, they all stay quiet about those. Yeah, I, another fishery set that everyone's kind of missing out right now. If you're into it, I don't think I'd invite them to a fish fry. But man, the catfishing at Clear Lake is off the hook. Uh, right catfishing now. everywhere is good. Yeah, right it's now. really good at Clear Lake. They're catching a bunch of them. As all these fish have been heading up the, the rivers for spawning, starting with the stripers and everything, the kokanee, or the kokanee, the catfish action got going great. I talked to uh-huh. the guys at Ghost Tackle and the guys up at Elkhorn. My God, there's so much interest in catfishing. It's funny. And that's what I started with. I mean, I was back in the ages of watching Bell Lang on television yeah, yeah. and getting my little catfish cleaners and the whole bit. We'd nail our catfish up on You're the fence. kind of dating yourself. Did Bell Lang have a TV show or something? Yeah. He, yeah boy. <laughs> Yeah, we but all grew up watching Bell Stockton, Sacramento, Sacramento, Stockton. Yeah, that's right. I exactly. never knew why Bell said that. I had him in the studio, and I never asked. Well, we should have asked him. Yeah. Maybe you know Hurley. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. Bell Lang was our hero as growing up as kids, and I and I totally agree with you. I started off at the Delta with my son, my grandfather, and uh, twenty lim- twenty fish limits. Three limits of catfish in the boat. I mean, you stay out there too. It was dark. Because. Yeah, you get the three limits before you go home. There's right. no messing around with anything there. Well, Dave, we certainly appreciate you getting us up to speed on other freshwater opportunities that exist around our state, and we thank you very much. But before you go, I'd like you to make sure you get out the info how somebody can get a subscription or a prescription to Western Outdoor News. Real simple. Just go to wonews.com and go through the prompts. They have a $5 off of digital right now, and I think the digital is the best. One of the best bargains in the business on top of things. Yes, it is. Have a wonderful day. All right. Appreciate you joining us, Dave. Thank you much. You know, one of the things I wanted to double check on was the action up at Eagle Lake. So I've asked the board to get me back to Tim Knoxon up at Eagle Lake. I want to find out what kind of an increase or decrease in the action he might be experiencing up there. Good morning, Tim. What's cooking up there now? Hey, except, well, we got five and, uh, the bite slowed down over on the uh, east side of, of uh, Eagle's Nest. We moved over a wildcat and just dropped them down. A lot of fish on the surface still over here. So we got one top and, and two down, about 15 and 20. So uh, they haven't hooked up anything over here. But, hey, man, the fishing's pretty good. So come on up, man. Come well, on get, up. Give them the phone number. 916 all right. Thank you much, sir. We appreciate the update. Eagle Lake still popping fish. And I want to thank Kevin Schultz for calling in. Twelve fish so far ca- caught down in the Discovery Park area. I'm going to drive by and see. If, I bet there's a crowd of folks down in that neck of the woods. Thank you, Kevin. We appreciate you trying to get through to us. And Mr. Brown just reminded me that this is the Pacific Flyway Decoy Association's big event taking place today. 
And it's over here in my book. Yeah, it's over here in your book. Except that's uh, it used to be called the Red Lion. I don't think it is the Red Lion anymore. Which the, it the, is the DoubleTree, Double the DoubleTree Hotel. Hotel, right here between Off of Arden, exactly, and right in between uh, Exposition Boulevard yeah. and Arden. It's, a great it's their event. big event. It's July sixteenth and seventeenth, today and tomorrow, and it all kicks off. This is an artist and exhibitor setup. There's registration. There's all that for everybody involved. But there's so many open fields and so much artwork yeah. there. Kent and I have been down there just shaking our heads at what guys do with ducks and wildlife and geese. Yeah. And go even the our, shorebirds. Go, go see our friend Sherry Russell. She's always there. And then this is the opportunity this weekend, too, because they've got the fish carvings there. Yeah. And I've got to head to a wedding after today, so I can't make it to that. But uh, it's a great show. It's coming back after two years. It's the 50th anniversary the Wild Fowl Art Classic at the Doubletree today and tomorrow. I highly suggest you head down there yeah, and check it fun, out. fun show. Fun show. You and I have done that for years. And I want to do one more thing before we leave. Third caller that calls in right now, 339-1140 or 1-800-920-1140. You're going to get yourself a life jacket from our friends at Department of Boating and Waterways, one of the kind that you just pull on the cord and inflate it. You know why we want to do this? Because we want to save your life. So call in now, 339-1140 or 1-800-920-1140. The third caller that calls in right now is going to get himself this wonderful life jacket. What else is going on, Mr. Brown? About 30 seconds. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go hang out in Folsom tonight. Except my daughter's actually opening for Ben Haggard, Merle's son. So She's stepping on up, country western fun. star so, yeah, of the gonna, future. We're going to go up hang out at uh, the Folsom Americana Fest. No she's fishing for me. singing at the anthem at the yeah, River Cats, Cats game. Now she's singing with Merle Haggard. Or excuse me. Ben Haggard. Ben so, Haggard. Yeah, it should be fun. It's going to be a great deal, I'm sure. It must be nice having a Western star living in your house. I huh? wish she'd start making some money, buy some records. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want to thank all of you for listening today and putting up with our nonsense here in the studio. I hope you'll get out and enjoy the opportunities that we talked about here. Why miss out? Book your trips, get on the water, and have some fun. Till next week, this is Seth. Tight lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.